What do you think of when someone talks about a DJ? Female? Mother? Community influencer? We conversate with a local DJ. DJ Kelly J, that is. More Thoughts Unfiltered is a podcast with real conversations and real people. Brought to you by the Moors with your hosts, Davion and Leilani. Follow them on Instagram at More Thoughts Unfiltered. And to keep up with the latest on the Moors, check out their website, morethoughtsunfiltered.com. You're tuned into another episode of More Thoughts Unfiltered. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you've listened before, thank you for joining us again. Man, I'm so excited to have our episode today. So yes, yes, yes. we are going to dive into a conversation with the local DJ, DJ Kelly J. We go way back, way, way back. Way, way back. <laughs> so back into time. <laughs> I actually don't even know if she remembers, but... I remember the story. Um, we were in high school, Spanish class, and I was singing this song in my head. And I loved the song, and I had no idea what the name of the song was because if you know me, I have no idea the names of things. I'm really good with names, though. So, and that that's that's come recently. Are you really? Yes, recently I've been better with names. Recently, but, you noticed that she changed it to recently, <laughs> but not with music, not with titles of movies and stuff like that. So I was asking um, what the name of a song was, and she said to sing it for her. I don't sing for people, <laughs> but I sang it for her because I loved the song so much. And right away, like I said, maybe a group of three four words and she said the title it was my jam at that moment um bobby valentino slowed down i don't know if you remember this story <laughs> but that was it for me so Sheesh. since then we just talked and had you know cool friendship and even to the point that I have to brag and say that I had the best DJ at my wedding yes, and events yes. in between. So I'm going to stop talking now and I'm going to let her tell us a little bit about herself. Thank you so much, DJ Kelly J, for being here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us oh on another gosh. episode. No problem. Thank you all for having me. <laughs> and you know what? I had to think about this song and that exact song came out that year. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, whoa. <laughs> She's like, you're making this up. Like, this is true. Like, <laughs> that's so crazy. So, oh my gosh. Um, thank you guys for having me. And yeah, we go way back. Way, 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 way back. <laughs> like freshman year in high school. So, yep. Yeah. Durango? Durango. Durango. Mm -hmm. And what year? 08. Damn, y'all make me feel old. I was 06. <laughs> yeah, you're old. 06? <laughs> that shit sounds so crazy yelling that now, though. Like, 06, 08. Like, people are yelling, 26. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? But anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, but how you fine. doing, DJ Kelly? I am awesome. Thank you, guys. How are you guys? Good, we're, good. We're blessed because we got you in our presence, so it's <laughs> yes. even better. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So thank tell you, us a little you. bit about yourself. Uh, well, uh, obviously I've been in Vegas for a long time, um, <laughs> uh, but I was actually born in Detroit, uh, Michigan. Um, my mom moved us out here when I was 13, so I wound up going to high school and college uh, out here in Las Vegas. Um, went to Durango for high school, went to UNLV for college. Um, I've been DJing since I was 18, and we actually had a, um, <clears throat> it was like an, a career day assembly thing at Durango. Um, it was our senior year. And uh, they had like multiple stations um, for like, you know, like, of course, like the army is going to be there. And, like, yeah. You know, like they have different booths for stuff to just to kind of entice the teenagers and get them into some type, uh, some type of direction yeah. of where they're going to go. Um, 
after high school and 88.1 was there yeah. um so Love that station by the way yes thank you i'm still I'm, I'm there still so i'm glad you guys like <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they uh they had a booth there and at that time they had the uh bob bailey internship so i was like oh yeah i just want to do radio sign i signed my little name on there and um i got into the internship and uh it was for like the summer it was like what three months and um it was awesome. I was like, yeah, like, I want to do this. Like, That's I so cool. definitely want to do this. And um, by the end of the internship, like, we had got, um, they gave us, like, the option to, to be on, like, the street team at the time. And uh, I think I didn't immediately get on the street team, but I knew I wanted to do radio. And, like, that was when, like, the uh, freshman semester started at UNLV. And I was a nursing major. Mm -hmm. I already got accepted. My mom boohoo cried. Oh, my God, there's going to be a nurse. <laughs> and, um, yeah, like, what, three, three semesters in, a semester before state exams, I was like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. And I just thought about that internship. I was like, I want to do radio. Like, I want to be a DJ. And, um during the internship i was able to actually like use turntables like I, I always tell this story about how dj thump used to leave his equipment his turntables at the station for the interns to use and that's Hands like on learning forbidden like djs don't just leave their equipment anywhere and he was like yeah go ahead like so like i always kind of credit him for like just giving me giving us that option to practice and try stuff but yeah like i left unlv and i went back to pursue radio full-time and I've been DJing ever since. So And you love it. I love it. That's so how awesome. many years is that total? You said since you were what, roughly eighteen? Eighteen. So, so twelve I'm not, years. I'm twelve years DJing strong mm -hmm. here in Vegas. Mm -hmm. how, how was that like even, you know, being one of those, you know, women to enter the scene when it comes to DJing? How was that? It was scary because um I was the only person I was the only girl for a while, for a long time. I was the only girl. Um I was the only black girl for sure. And that that scared me but it kind of just like gave me more uh fuel to keep going i was like oh all right i guess i'm gonna do this <laughs> so um it, it was scary at first but um it got easier over time it got a lot easier over time so i'm um, backtracking a little bit just a little bit you mentioned nursing what lessons have you learned as a dj that you wouldn't have been able to learn as a nurse um, mainly human interaction. And I feel like as a nurse, you get that, but it's not the same level. Like, um, I, I had to, I had to really learn how to talk to and how to, um, read anybody. Like mm -hmm. I had to, I had to look at somebody and be like, okay, you like this type of music. Um, you're probably going to go to the bar and get this drink. And then like two minutes later, you're going to want to hear, like, I have to do that for every single like person when it comes to events. And I feel like as a nurse, you're, you, you do still cater to people. And of course you, um, you seek to, um, to heal and make them feel better, but you don't necessarily get to that level of, um, um, of knowing them, like, you don't know nurses don't know their patients like right. that. I have to know people and I have to I have to kind of see it immediately by looking at them. And um on kind the of flip side of that, on the business side, I had to learn how to communicate with people too. So it's like from the nightclub stuff to the little kid birthday parties, mm -hmm. I have to be able to talk to people and it's not the same with everybody. So 
Hmm. That makes sense. Because a nurse, you're just reading a chart that someone gives you and it's just, I'm doing this for you, doing this for you. It's like robotic after a point when it comes to DJing. If the crowd ain't feeling it, that's kind of awkward because you can sense yeah. that and you're like, fuck, this is like a little awkward. Kind of like on the podcast here, how you can tell when the interview is not going so well. <laughs> it's like, this ain't going so well. We got to change this shit up real fast. So that's that's pretty cool that you chose DJing over nursing. Do you still have that passion for nursing in any sense? Um, Not necessarily, but at the um, at the the Black History Summit that we all just did. Yeah. Yeah. It kind it kind of came back a little bit because I was able to see a different um, perspective to that medical field that I did not think existed, mm. and it was mm-hmm. that retired pediatrician that was talking. <laughs> I was like, oh, because like I, I didn't I didn't think that anybody in the medical industry was thinking like that. I didn't think that they cared that much, and it was cool to see that somebody cared that much to retire, but also to get back in in a way where they're educating the people that are still mm-hmm. in it. So I was like, huh. Especially for someone to speak up like that. Yes. And that's the part where, you know, people don't, there's so much information out there, but they, they retain and don't pass along, you know, like we could do it in this way instead, you know, the education part of it where we can learn a way that's going to be best for us individually and take it like that instead of, you know, the masses and where I feel like pharmaceuticals are starting to come in and and that's the scary part because but you know how is that going to affect me individually in the long run Mm -hmm. that's definitely that's definitely sketch (laughs) to think about that because i know a lot of these marijuana companies are turning pharma going towards pharmaceutical to invest in them we're not gonna say any names of what those companies are but it's kind of scary because marijuana and pharmaceutical should be on two different platforms man Two different platforms. Yeah. So that was kind of off subject a little bit, but (laughs) (laughs) back to you DJing. So do you remember your first DJing job and how that went? Like, so I've done a lot, 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 lot of gigs. I do not remember my first one. I don't. So it must have went good then because if it wasn't a bad experience, normally you remember something that was horrible. Like, oh, oh shit, that was that was not the best experience. Do you have like a, a most memorable or like like what events call your name when like you're getting all I'm sure people reach out to you like, hey, I need you here. Can you come there? Can you do this? Like what calls you when you're going? We were able to reach out to you and surprisingly we got you because I was like, <laughs> I see how busy you are. And I'm like, seriously, because I mean um opal tina hit us up and i was like do you guys know any dj and we were sitting here and i was like babe what the fuck we know fucking dj kelly <laughs> and she says well that's a that's a long shot because <laughs> I know, she's I, I super you busy be so busy i mean i know you are, you are busy but you but managed I was just to like, squeeze it in there yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just give a quick <laughs> thank you for that props one. to you and on top Ooh, of that Dude, like you had so many events on that day specifically Man. also. So <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I'm not but even sure the night before you were probably had some shit going. Yeah, I then. had Chrome the night before. I was a zombie that day. Oh. I had Chrome with the radio station until two. And then we had the Black History Summit. I had to be there at, was that 12? Mm-hmm. 1230-ish. And then that was over at four. Uh, my 
daughter's birthday party was supposed to be at six. We wound up starting at seven, and then we ended at like nine thirty. Got her home, got got her in the bath, knocked her out. She went to sleep. Had to be at embassy at twelve, and then we Damn. closed at almost four. We closed at like three forty-five. Oh 45. my gosh, what a day for you! I can't even imagine how that is. Like, how do you manage to do that? Like, do you have any like routines? Like, run us through like a day in your life as far as because you just mentioned that you are a mom of a beautiful two-year-old oh, what's thanks. what's her name zara. We, zara everybody calls her z z yeah so like can you run us through a typical day like how you go about like preparing yourself to face this vegas people <laughs> and i have to interject because i i seen that you don't do it anymore but when we had first started school like no sleep Girl. like you just go 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 <laughs> go ham before I, like i was like the no sleep advocate like i was like nobody needs to sleep <laughs> and we're gonna get this done and like i the last couple of years like when i had my daughter i was like Shoot. bro i need a nap i need two naps <laughs> i need leave me alone for like two hours like man um yeah everybody needs to sleep like please so how do you juggle it (laughs) so how do you juggle being a full-time dj community activist and a mother so a normal day typical day so my daughter unless unless for some reason she just wants to turn up early she wakes up at 7 30 every single day okay sometimes she wakes up early but she never wakes up later so 7 30 no matter what time i get off work that night She's up at 7.30, so I have to get up at 7.30. That's p.m.? A.m. A.m. Oh, my, my daughter wakes up at 7.30 a.m. every single she's day. She's like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes she wakes up early. And I'm just like, no, wait, we're on schedule. Like, but uh, so I that's something that's always in the back of my mind. Like, no matter what, I got to get up at this time. And I just, I get up. Um, we make breakfast. Like, I always make her something to eat. Um, I, ha- I have, to, even if I'm not hungry, I make sure I, I eat something. Because, no, like, I don't know if I'm going to get a call to do something mm-hmm. an hour later. And it's mm-hmm. like, anytime I might have free time, it usually gets filled really quickly. So <laughs> I just make sure I eat. Like it's, it's like, no matter what I make sure I eat. So I honestly, I've been eating like the same type of breakfast for a while, just to kind of make sure that I have the right amount of energy. Mm-hmm. So it's like egg whites, spinach, um, a little bit of cheese, turkey sausage and waffles. Like I, this is the same breakfast, but I know that, if I have to leave, I'll have energy already. And, of course, coffee. Like, what? <laughs> People need coffee, too. Like, I'm, I mean, it's supposed to be bad, but whatever. Like, give me some stats on that. But, yeah, so I eat that every single day. Like, every single day. Like, if if a if an item is missing, then I'm just like, fuck. Like, I don't have my nutrients. Yeah. <laughs> it, throws, it throws me off. Like, and I, I try to, like, grocery shop to make sure that everything is always in the house. But, yeah. So, we eat. Um, uh, We normally watch cartoons because, you know, it's... What's a baby life or toddler life? <laughs> Gotta watch some cartoons. Um, I try to get some office work done. So, like, I, I design flyers. I go through emails. Um, I go through music, new music that comes out every five seconds. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. So That's my next question. We're going to dive into that regarding music. I go through a lot of music, but that that's the time. So, like, after breakfast, around the time that my daughter's watching her cartoons is when I'm on my computer trying to get some, like, office work done. Okay. And then um, she goes to sleep around the same time every day unless i have something to do so around between like 12 and 1 30 she always takes a nap so okay. i know okay 12 to 1 30 is my shower time it's my nap time it's my wash the clothes time <laughs> it's my make phone calls time because it, it 
Toddlers like phones. <laughs> so if you try to talk on the phone while they see you talking on the phone, like it don't go so well all the time. Like And my daughter likes if she calls you, I'm sorry. Like she calls people <laughs> like, oh my God. So I have this little window of time to do certain things when she's asleep. And that's that's that. And then afterward we make lunch. Um I usually do her hair after she wakes up. Um, we usually start to make our runs afterwards. So like if we do need to go grocery shopping, if I have meetings, I do it after her nap time because I've tried it before. And so ooh, now it's all around it's her a schedule. It's, yeah, it's a, it's the schedule. And I had to build it around her. It, and it, it was something I chose to do. Like I um, I'm like very hands on just as far as raising my daughter. Like I know and completely understand like a lot of parents, like they put their kids in daycare. Um, they have like multiple sitters, but I didn't, I didn't want that for my child and her, her, me and her dad are not on the best of terms. And he's, he's just now like starting to become a part of her life. So he's, he's not necessarily the shoulder I can lean on. Mm -hmm. So I had to figure something out and I had, I, I needed it to make sense with what I do. So I do put her first, but I immediately put my my career after, like yeah. immediately after. So yeah, I that's, think that's parents, awesome. Props to you. Thank you. <laughs> it's cool you say that because that you put yourself right after. I think parents get caught up in you know always putting that child first. I mean, you got to put that child first. So that's without a doubt, you got to put the child first. But they get caught up so much in just living their lives for the children. They kind of forget about their life that they had prior because mm -hmm. it sounds like within two years, your life completely just went complete 360. And now you have this beautiful soul here that you have to now focus on as well. So you were mentioning earlier that you go through your music. So how do you go about choosing your music when, when it comes to, you know, DJing your um, gigs that you get? So that is like this tornado of energy and music and emails. And that is still not completely perfect for me after 12 years, especially now that streaming has made it so Ooh. easy for artists to put music out. <laughs> so easy. Just drop um, this. Go check it out. It's like, man. Damn. And it's it's it's. Uh, it's like it's it's like a monster going through music but i go through so i'm a part of something called the core djs network so it's a cult it's a dj coalition it's like the top like 500 djs nationwide there's like seven vegas core djs i'm the only girl shout and out like yes. thank you um but so we get music directly within our network and i have to go through those songs first so i listen to see um first i have to see what the ceo says about the songs and then just kind of like guide the rest of the songs by like where um i can play them like w if it's a wedding can i play it here if it's a radio can i play it here if it's a club can i play it here and i kind of i kind of categorize each song like that where does this song fit and then after the core dj songs are done then i go through the record pools so i'm fortunate enough to get music directly from the record pools which makes my job a lot easier when it comes to mainstream songs um i get really good quality um it's usually the mainstream artist it's, it's usually an automatic yes because it's like oh yeah it's such and such they're they're famous they're popular already yeah i'm gonna play this i'm glad i got it early you know like i don't really have to listen to it but I do get lazy. I don't listen to them all the time. <laughs> I just put them immediately in my library. <laughs> so that messes me up sometimes, but it saves time at the, you know, the time that I'm going through music. And then um, 
And then after that is the DJ record pool. So I'm subscribed to multiple record pools. And as music comes out, we get emails for that. So I'm going through the emails from the record pools. Like, okay, like, where does this song go? Da, 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 blah, blah, blah. Okay, done. So after that, I go through the network of artists that I work with directly. So I actually do have a handful of, of independent artists that I work with. And sometimes they don't always email me. I don't know why they make my job hard. <laughs> but sometimes I actually have to go on their page to see if they dropped anything. Huh. And if they have dropped it and they didn't email it to me and I can't get it, like like DJs are not supposed to get their music directly from like Apple Music. Like there are platforms now where DJs can actually DJ off of Apple Music and they can definitely DJ off of SoundCloud. But that didn't exist like two years ago. So my whole train of thought when it comes to DJing is I need the song. So I'm sitting here emailing artists like I need your song. Like this song's <laughs> hot. But can you email it to me? Like, I can't, you know, it's on Instagram. It's only on Instagram. Why is it only on Instagram? Oh. So it's like stuff like that that happens. And I have to actually email the artist, like, can you email me your song so I can play it? Oh. And that I must, didn't know it was that complicated. Yes. <laughs> I thought you could just like, hey, that's a new record. I'm about to play this shit. <laughs> like. So most DJs use a... Um, use a, a program uh usually it's serato sometimes it's tractor but we have to play the song through the program so we need the actual song mm. like soundcloud has integrated i think spotify is integrated now and i feel like apple music has two but it's like if you don't have good wi-fi or something like that you're not going to get a good you know what i'm saying um, like i don't like to rely on that I'll, give chance. me the song like you do <laughs> let me just so, have it on my computer just give me the song. <laughs> make my job easy so and and that's the issue that a lot of djs have so it's like a lot of artists they'll, they'll complain you know like oh you're not playing my song da, da, da. and i'm like did you ever email it to me mm. no then, then they go okay. on silent Oh, it's on SoundCloud. But did you email it to me? There's no Wi-Fi in here. How am I going to get... Use your phone's hotspot. Bro, I'm DJing in a club right now. I'm not about to do... And pe they don't think about stuff yeah. like that. So I'm just like, dude. But yeah, so that's my wow. method about going through music. That's and I try to do very, it every week. That's very in-depth as far yes. as like what you have to go through. Because from the outside looking in, I thought... Just play the jam. Yeah, just 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 go on YouTube and find that track real quick and play you, and it. That that Y word, that YouTube. Ooh, Lord. We're gonna YouTube. get YouTube a bit. Because <laughs> a lot of a lot of new DJs do get their music off of YouTube, and a lot of people in general, uh, artists, they'll just upload their music to YouTube. They won't use any other music platforms. They'll just put it on YouTube and expect the DJs to pull it. Which we are able to do, but sometimes the sound quality isn't right. And it's like we, the DJs or the artists or the patrons won't hear that until it's a big enough of a venue to where the sound quality matters. Like some like some small pop-up shops or like uh, um, little bars or lounges where the, the sound isn't so like overbearing. Mm -hmm. You can get away with a mediocre sound quality. But if I'm at Embassy or if I'm somewhere DJing on a strip and I play a bad conversion of a YouTube song, it's going to sound like trash. And they're going to look at me like I'm crazy. Uh. So I'm like, I can't, <laughs> I can't stress that enough to artists to send the DJs your music. Like make sure we have it. Like we don't just rely on YouTube. Don't just rely on SoundCloud. Like, actually give it to us make sure we have it y'all heard that don't be no youtube dj man <laughs> is that a such thing you a youtube dj yes a lot because oh, a lot of dj a lot of the new djs don't want to subscribe to record pools they are very expensive over time and it's a monthly subscription so a lot of uh, new djs they just get their songs off of youtube hmm. 
That's interesting. I want to ask something. You mentioned earlier that you were part of a group and you were only female in that group. Um, what's that group called again? Oh, so it's the, it's the core DJs. Core DJs. I'm the only girl locally. So there Local. are like multiple female core DJs nationwide. Yeah. But I'm the only girl locally. for Vegas. Nice. Yeah. So what's been some of your obstacles that you faced earlier in your career trying to get through this industry dominated by men? Um, Honestly, being a core DJ helped a lot. Um, it's, it's almost like a, like a badge, like okay. being a cop. <laughs> oh you're legit like it's kind of like that like okay. you, you kind of flash your core dj's badge and people kind of have respect for you they're like oh okay like they know that it's hard to become one of those and it's hard to get in so it's like a badge nice. um it, it, it has helped a lot um locally I've, I've had a handful of issues just dealing with people that couldn't stay professional and um People trying to like not pay because I was a girl or oh Are yeah you it's, yeah hoo hoo girl like what the fuck oh my gosh Ooh. it's been it's been a lot of people play they they'll play they'll play wow. on our emotions like they'll they'll do that but you'll wow. turn but you'll see like same transition they'll pay your a counterpart guy. a man. Mm-hmm. Without any hesitation, and that and that's it's kind of it. Got, it kind of goes back to like our side conversation off air about your network. Mm-hmm. I have the core DJs network nationally, but I also have like a big local DJ network, and we communicate with each other all the time. So it's like when when there's like new uh, business relationships, and there's sometimes collaboration. So sometimes they'll book me and like two other DJs. We'll have those conversations, like. Oh yeah, da 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 da. Did you do a contract? And they were like, "Oh no, I didn't do a contract. They didn't pay me nothing." And we're like, "Wait, what?" Like we we kind of have that, and it's it's that camaraderie and that um kind of like just looking out for each other that that we have that we need. Like you everybody needs that. Yeah, not even just women. Like because there there are some guy DJs that have that same issue too. Like it's some people will try you. Wow, <laughs> I'm just like shocked. Seriously, like so. Hey, you had to step to somebody like hey run my money oh yeah and like i'm a girl i'm not gonna lie like i'm not a fighter I, i'll call somebody who <laughs> handle my lightweight I, mean, I, I ain't gonna deal with this i shit. can't do it but yeah that's happened that's wow. crazy that has happened i'm man that's i don't know what low. the fuck i'll do I'll be, that's I'll, low and be shady girl jeez i can't imagine like it makes no sense you're it's an event you have your budget for your event you work that it's music like you you can't have an event without music so how can you not have that part of your already like okay this this part is already there seriously okay so y'all seen the movie janky promoters right Mm, uh, no, no i don't think so okay y'all gotta watch that movie <laughs> okay <laughs> but that's exactly like that movie is exactly how the industry can be on the on the bad end it's it's exactly like that movie where there are promoters and sometimes there's venues that don't necessarily respect the DJ or value the DJ. And sometimes they'll have a budget for the DJ, but they'll still try to keep it. Like, the, it it happens. The history of just a DJ, <laughs> just like, y'all don't want to get the fucking party started. So how are you not trying to pay me? Like, do you not want your fucking people in here, like, turned up right now? Otherwise, if you don't, I can walk the fuck out of here and you can just plug in your fucking phone and your aux cable and yeah. y'all can do it however y'all want to do it. Because I've been to some parties like that, like big parties, and I've seen just an auxiliary cord plugged in. And I'm like, oh, shit, y'all got all the, like, fancy fixings, but y'all ain't got the DJ? You'd so, be surprised. Uh, yeah. Like the, and over time, just like as, 
as like the ox phone and all these all the streaming platforms became more popular like it's it's almost gotten worse like when it comes to the respect of the dj like people everybody thinks they can be a dj now because it's so it seems like it's so accessible to be a dj but there's an entire business platform of djing there's an entire um system to getting music that people don't know about clearly because you just like listed some shit that i didn't even know about like especially <laughs> getting your music oh, yeah. things like that so let me ask you this you mentioned earlier when you first started the podcast that you're from detroit the d have you been back there to dj as well oh yeah so um so what's the difference between djing here in vegas and back home where you're from like do you notice a difference if you go different places as far as like what you can and can't do as far as being a dj it's um and i think it's like this with every area you just have to know that area like it comes back to what i was saying about reading people so yeah like i can dj a hip-hop spot in vegas and i can dj a hip-hop spot in detroit but the people from both areas aren't the same so since the people aren't the same my music that i'm playing for them won't be the same and mm. you really have to know your crowd like vegas um Vegas honestly is a lot easier because we're we've we spent the last decade actually building or decade plus building our culture. Mm -hmm. We didn't have we did not have yeah. a culture. No, we have one now, yeah. but we just put it together and we're still adding to it. Right. Every other urban city or every other mainstream city has a culture. So it's sense. like you have to tap into the culture. You have to see, oh, what dance style do they have or what? does this area in this city generally listen to? What does this club generally listen to? You can't just come to a hip hop spot and assume that it's going to be this list of hip hop songs because mm. you will have rude awakening. Come in and play some Roddy Rich. Like that ain't us over here. And it, it's very, that ain't us. every other city is very specific and a lot of them play their local artists. Oh, mm -hmm. so you have to be aware of what's popular in that city. So is it like because Vegas is, you know, people come here to travel here? It's easier. From the, oh, okay. So mm. because of music that's coming in from everywhere else, it's easy for it to be here as opposed. Okay, that makes sense. Wow. My that mind makes, is just blown. Yeah. So what's the biggest, <laughs> I think you could have answered this already. What's the biggest mis misconception about being a DJ? That it's easy because it's not it's 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 just like being it's just like being an entrepreneur in any other field it's just being an entrepreneur in entertainment and it's not easy doing anything in entertainment that that's like the biggest one yeah it sounds like it because like people swear they want to be a dj <laughs> like bro i because i got a not a friend just some see i think I get that word just confused a lot. Somebody is a friend on social media. They're my friend. <laughs> I got a friend. I think we all do that. Yeah. <laughs> I have a social media follower that I follow as well. That's a DJ. Or no, no, they're not a DJ. They bought a DJ equipment. Oh, God. <laughs> and that shit is horrible. I'd be like, dude, what the fuck are you trying to like? Their transitions, like other songs, don't like sound good. Like because like, you can hear it, yeah, you can tell your songs have to fucking flow with each yeah. other. And if it's just like no connection, I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like that was just nasty. I am by no means at all like you're over here and I'm way down there, like a professional. But when I'm listening to like a mix or like that transition, I'm just like, 
what was that? <laughs> I could tell that that was not okay. Like, how'd you think that was okay? What's that thing you say when we're on, a, um, we're driving in a car and there's a good song coming on the radio and it and they're yelling all over it like oh when like the dj over talks oh god i hate that too <laughs> i'm like oh, dude they're saying my part of the song right now he's like yeah yeah and i'm like can you stop that please <laughs> and that it's i hate it so much like that it's a it's a part of the dj culture but i hate it i like to hear the song too like no i don't like to talk a lot like when meek mill said that whole verse like he don't like gangsta moves like let's talk a lot that i felt that in my soul i was like <laughs> i don't like to talk a lot either like but there are a lot of djs that are heavy into that part of the culture because like the dj originally was the hype man like we okay. we was sitting here like yeah man like we we gave y'all that energy before the artist before the hip-hop culture was formed and the artist gave you that energy the dj gave you that energy first so a lot of djs just hung on to that part and talk overall so <laughs> okay that i hate so much <laughs> so with everything that you've like talked about and everything do you want z to follow in your footsteps okay so um <laughs> if she want if she and she she of course has played with my equipment a million times already um However, um, I don't, I don't, I, I would not deter her. I'm not going to let, I'm not going to say no to her. If she really wants to do it, but I don't know if y'all notice, I'd be letting her do everything else. Like she'd be in <laughs> dance class. She'd be like, you know, like I take her to everything else. Like, cause I, Why? I, uh, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Like, because I see you have fun with what you do. And I think people get caught up in their careers and don't have fun with their career when you should eventually mm -hmm. put, you should do what you want or do what you love and then think about the money afterwards. Mm -hmm. So you do that, right? You're doing what I you do. love. I do. I do what I love and it eventually worked out financially. It took a oh, long yeah. time. <laughs> but I think, well, I mean, I guess it would be a little easier for her because I'm her parent. Like I, she, she'll, uh, she'll have a lot more support than what I had. I didn't have the support from my family at first so explain that like maybe. did that have to come about the support from your family because i know Ooh. starting anything was it the nursing heck yeah girl my, <laughs> my mama was pissed like she wanted you to go to school for nursing oh boy she was she kicked me out <gasps> oh, oh wow she kicked me out i stayed in my car for like two months before my homegirl let me live with her and me and her had like a whole me and my mom had like told beef for like two years like it was a lot oh man i'm sorry but yeah <laughs> my and i get it because there was there's this stability that we see in the medical industry and oh my gosh like it's like shit you don't be in there right now they got the coronavirus going yeah. on <laughs> so you were the good like, place I saved, I saved everybody for a little bit like, but I mean, we're good now, but that's ooh, good though. That year, that year, that year and a year after, it was bad, girl. I, 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 it has to be like it is with my mom. My mom is not too happy of the industry that I work in right now. She's grown to love it, not love it. <laughs> that's no, a she does word. not. She's supportive it. though. Yeah, she's more supportive yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, and she, she's. She came out to this event. She did. She came out to this event this weekend, and I was so proud, you know, because she has not wanted to become a part of it at all. And I understand, you know, like, her job and where she's coming from as well. But 
it's education that helps you further. So she when was you very don't surprised. want, when you put that wall up in that education, it's like, what are you doing? You know, like this is, this is part of, of what you preach. So, you know, have an open mind. So it, it was so, hmm. I don't want to say comforting, but it was nice to have that like mm -hmm. little connection there. So, yeah, I get it, you know, and it's crazy, but we're happy, right? It get, it gets better. It gets a lot better. It gets a whole lot better. <laughs> Cuz I know you, I know you're passionate about what you do. Definitely. It gets a whole lot better. Cuz they they our parents our parents want us to be happy. It's mm -hmm. not a lot of the times and of course, when we're younger, we don't necessarily see it that way, but they want us to be happy. They want us to be successful. But once they see that we're serious about something, yeah. they eventually put their guards down. Yeah. They I have definitely to. say so. They're our parents. I so. would definitely agree. Because my mom, she was like, you're doing a podcast? Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> But now she sees, like, we're actually going out doing shit. Like, mm -hmm. we're promoting shit. We're actually investing money in the shit. She's like, oh, y'all serious you're about serious. this shit? Yeah. yeah. She was like, oh, okay, I support you. She actually, shout out to my mom. She got, like, four followers last week. Hey. She was like, she, I was like, hey, they all know my mom. I was like, y'all listening? <laughs> shout out to my mom. So that's cool. So let me ask you a question. I know that you're big in the community. Do you feel your impact in the community as far as, like, the your your roots to vegas do you feel like that you're able to go anywhere here in vegas and um and make an impact now yeah kind of um because yeah. let me say this you're very well you're very well tuned with the black community i'm gonna just put it out there because you don't hide that at all on your mm -mm. social media like you're very pro-black and by the way, being pro-black does not make us anti-white. Right. I think people get that misconception mm -hmm. that you're pro-black, you're anti-something else. Mm -mm. It doesn't, but it's just mm -mm. you got to stick up for your culture. Yeah. So I see you doing that. So how does that go? Like, do you feel your impact? Um, I'm starting to, and I don't know if I'm just, like, really humble because I don't believe it sometimes. People say stuff, and I'll be like, what? Like, <laughs> But um, I hear it. I hear, pe I hear people... I hear what people say like about me when I'm not around and it's not bad. I just like, dang, y'all nice. Like, <laughs> so like I hear that and then people actually, some people actually come up to me and they tell me stuff and I'm just like, whoa. And they're like, like how you remember that story from high school? Like I guess I get DJ stories like that. And I'm like, I was drunk that night. Like, how <laughs> you like but it's, it's like, whoa, like I, I feel it and I hear it and people pay attention. And for a long time, I didn't do, I didn't necessarily do it for people to pay attention. But to see that people are paying attention is like everything. I'm just like, whoa, okay. That's super cool because, like, I mean, we definitely noticed your we noticed your impact around the community as far as like your reach and who you know. Because I think we had our last um, guest, our last podcast we aired, which was with somebody named Simo. He works for 88.1. I think I've mentioned him to you. You're like. I'm not sure who he is. <laughs> no offense to Simo like that because he works different jobs, you know. Yeah, and but there's a lot of people. It's up not there. it's not his full time job, but he knows you and it's cool because it's like, oh, she's well known around town and but you like <laughs> I don't feel that way. You like I'm it's just weird. I'm just DJ Kelly J, you know? I just I'm, I'm just, just here. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Like I do I don't know. Like I try to do a lot of stuff for women in general, like any race and then i try to do a lot of stuff for black people in general because i'm black and i'm a woman so like <laughs> it's i don't know i just want to i want the platform to make sense for everybody so i just do what i can for the platform to make sense for everybody 
That's cool. No, that makes complete sense. And I feel like I say it every time. So for the people listening, for me saying it again, you know, like we have to help each other grow. Yeah. And the only way that we can do that is by partnering up with each other. Yeah. And we're women, you know, like you don't, we're barely starting to be able to use our voice. As much as people say, oh, we're in 2020, you know, no, there's still things that happen. There's things stated, you know, like I'm still sometimes behind the counter and the guy wants to flirt with me just because I'm the female that's in the bar, you know, and the, all the other ones are with guys. There are little things like that that know I'm one of them as well. You yeah. know, you don't have to talk to me in a certain tone. You're or, a guy? Hey, honey, or whatever. Not like that either. Playing. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just but joking. It's, it's that general, I'm a person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, no, but I kind of spinning off of of what he was just saying those events like how how do you become part of them how do you like do you help build them or do you because the main one i i would like to know a little bit more about but was the um net worth and chill like that's so cool that you do those types of events to build the community you know um it's, it's kind of like a spinoff of um, what I was talking to you about, about the meetings that I have. Okay. But a lot of it starts off as meetings. And I I am very blessed to be surrounded by ambitious people. I have a lot of ambitious friends. And the organizer of Net Worth and Chill, I call her my sister. Like, she's one of my long-term friends that told me she wants to do this event. And I was like, all right, let's roll. Like, what do we need to do? And that's that, like, we'll sit down and we'll go over stuff and we'll find a venue and I'll DJ and we'll, like, I, I do that with all of my friends and it's just a whole lot of friends. Like, <laughs> they, they keep me busy. <laughs> a lot of the events I thing. do are my friends and they, they say they want to do something and I'll try to put a little bit of research behind it and we'll go over stuff and we'll put it together. Wow, that's a it's exciting that is exciting. it's exciting and it's exhausting <laughs> <laughs> but it pays off it pays off it does pay off over time and it like it goes back to what we we're saying about building a culture like we want every all of my friends no matter if they've been in entertainment for two seconds or 20 years everybody wants to do something solid for the culture and it's like i'm an advocate for the culture in general like anybody that's trying to do something to build and add to the vegas culture i am wholeheartedly with so that's that's why like even when i do have free time i go out and support other people's events like i was at tuesday blend on tuesday and i was just in there like dancing with all the dancers (laughs) and it's like tuesday tuesday blend has been in vegas for 11 years and it's like, people don't know about that place still. People don't know that that was at Hard Rock for a certain amount of time. People don't know that if you're a singer, you can perform there. If you're in a dance crew, you can perform there. If you're a DJ, you can DJ there. I got and invited to there. Was that this past? It was just past Tuesday. Yeah. It's, it's once a month, every Tuesday for 11 years. And it's like, people people still don't know I that that know exists that. out here. But that's one of the biggest platforms for the culture that we have. And it's we got to support those things. You want to shout it out real quick? What is it again? Yeah, yeah it's Tuesday Blend. It's every uh, first Tuesday of the month. It's at CMXX in the Arts District. Hmm. But I don't go like to downtown. I've never been to the Art District myself. There's a lot of stuff. Down. I heard. I so okay. Let me let me backtrack a little because I, I I spoke a little with you um, this past weekend. I've worked night shifts on. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the past four years. So I had like 
no life, you know, like all every time there is an event, every time there is a concert, every time there is, you know, somewhere that people are meeting in general, I wasn't able to attend mm. because of my job. And I guess, OK, I can put a, a day off or whatever, but I I was dedicated. So but now I am where I am and I'm able to, you know, on the weekend. Come so I'm going to come out yeah. some more now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of there. And the good thing about Vegas is if you wanted to do something on a Monday or Tuesday, there's stuff to do on a Monday or Tuesday. Like there's stuff to do every single day of the yes. week in Las Vegas. You just really got to find it. You got to know those mm -hmm. spots. There's all there is always something to do. So speaking of like the whole downtown scene, I know like a lot of people are like not anti downtown, but like they did it all over and they were like, oh, gentrification at its fucking oh, yeah. best how do you feel about that because like now you see they shut down a lot of these fucking nice bars downtown like yeah. on fremont and i remember you were pretty disappointed about that because those oh, are some sorry. of the same spots that you grew up in you dj'd in what's some of those spots they shut down and just what's your whole take on that whole culture being rebuilt down there even if it's for the best it's contributing to the culture but it ain't necessarily black and brown culture is more so like yeah. you know yeah. it's like little art shops which is not bad they're i'm dope. not they're, they're, nice. they're, they're cool don't get me wrong but it's outside people who ain't from vegas who just got some money who's mm -hmm. moving in who's causing rent to go up over there for those yeah. people mm -hmm. just because of these people are moving in they had influence on these bills that are being passed like the homeless bills that says you can't be yeah, homeless or where the fuck i supposed to sleep at if i'm homeless that's the whole point of me being homeless like, so, how do you give a homeless person a ticket like <laughs> when i seen that bill i was like who did this shit like yeah can you tell me are there more like centers being built you know like if that was the case that would make sense but make i don't sense. think that that's what they're doing yeah no no uh, so these people that are moving in, I'm not knocking these people any, by any means because do what you do. But at the same time, you have to look at you're making an impact negatively on the community, even though you're bringing in some dollars, but you're displacing people in certain aspects. So that so I was on both ends because I, I didn't necessarily know the full uh, business side. I just was a part of the culture so heavy. So like we had like beauty bar. We were there for six years like. And they I, shut it down. I cried when beauty bar closed, but um, the owner sold it. You didn't have to sell it. You chose to sell it. Mm. And that's what's happening with the entire city. That's what's happening with our housing market. That's what's happening with our buildings. That's what's happening with our land. People are coming in with money, but the owners are choosing to sell it. I get, they get calls that dollar and text sign right above them every for day. The house. I get calls and text messages every single day. I want to buy your house. I want to buy your house. It's not for sale. Like if there was a for sale sign, how about it? Call me as much as you want. It's not for sale. So I I get it. You know, I hear it. my mom told me she's like, okay, so what's your dollar amount that you'd say yes to? I'm like, no, but that's the thing. Like I don't <laughs> right? want to. Like my this is my first home. Like yeah. I would love to be able to pass this on to my kids. Like let my second house be sold when I don't want to live in it anymore. You know, but this is something special to me, yeah. and I I've we've done so much. We're in prime location yes. too. We're oh, like yeah, ten minutes are. away from the Raider Stadium. Why you guys are getting on them calls. All of them, mm -hmm. every single one. Yep. It's like fuck off. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's shitty the way not shitty because 
business minded you know our city is growing so it's that's growing. a positive thing of course yeah. but if you're looking at it from a culture point of view oh it's, yeah everybody was sick yeah people were sick beauty bar clothes vanguard clothes when insert coins was insert coins everybody was upset that they did that we we're like what why like yeah uh, and then it turned into red and turned into 512 and now it's still closed like it's uh <laughs> you mentioned that you work for 88.1 how is it working for 88.1 compared to like other stations? Because I know we talked about it off air that when I listen to 88.1, I feel a sense of connection with the culture because I, you feel That's like we do. you yeah. feel it and it's cool. Like, so have you had an opportunity to work for any other stations compared to 88.1? Oh yeah. I worked for almost all of them. Um, I worked for 97.5 before I worked at 100.5 before I worked at 103.9 before, um, I still guest DJ for Shay 45 nationally on XM radio. Oh shit. See, um, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I kind of had like this internal battle with, um, doing what I felt was right in my heart for the culture slash the community and having this notoriety. Hmm. So like for, was that like three years, for like three years, I just kept bouncing back and forth from 97.5 to 80.1. Back, I kept bouncing back like I was there and then I was there and, and I was just like okay and I, I tried it at both I was like okay can we do this 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 and this at 97.5 and they're like no it's like fuck so I'm, I went I left I was like fuck it so I went to 88.1 I was like can we do this 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 and this at 88.1 they're like no we're community based I'm like fuck like what <laughs> so I, I, I hopped I just hopped back and forth until like I ultimately made the decision and it was like do I want to do I want to um, have this name and be this DJ at this station for the name or do I want to do something for my community? Right. And I was like, yeah, I had like a whole like, <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, I got to do this for the community. Like I can't, so I will get my name, my name together some other way. I'm not going to, I'm not going to completely throw away why i wanted to do radio in the first place just because this station has a name and that's why i went back to 88 i've been to 88 for three years that makes sense all together like without leaving that's home <laughs> that's home for you yeah and it, and i hear that from simo he tells me the same thing like 88.1 is just they give you a little bit more freedom and no offense to anybody else out there because I listen to everybody, but mm -hmm. I definitely feel a little bit more sense of community with 88.1. So shout out to y'all for you. rocking out hard with Vegas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's the oldest, one of the oldest stations too. It's like over 33 years old. Really? Oh, wow. I didn't know See? that. I didn't know that either. That's neat. Has it kept its like its image mm -hmm. throughout? That's even so up until what was that 2013 it was recent though it's like within the last 10 years it was in the same building and even now the building that we're in now is all in the historic west side mm -hmm. like we just we literally just moved next door like we were in this one building on the historic west side and now we're like in the very next building which was like one of the only or one of the first african-american uh schools 
in that area. Like this was at a time where Vegas was still segregated and this was the school for the black kids. And now the station is in that building. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. We used to work at the same cool. time. <laughs> I think we already, that's awesome. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any other questions before we wrap it up? Because I know, you know, I'm, I got one more question, but I'm going to say that. I your last question, but I do have one more. <laughs> okay. What is like the most memorable event that you, or whatever you've done that you like, that you want to do that you keep doing like what's something that just sticks to your mind a good story or something like that uh so i have two um one is uh, i can't remember i can't remember the exact name of the festival but it was at craig ranch park it was like a r&b soul festival that we had mm. and that that event was so massive it was like four thousand people oh, there shit. And we were all outside. And everybody was chilling. About the little like chair. The people that didn't have VIP had their chairs, and there was like little pop up shops and restaurants and stuff. But there was this vibe, and it was with the, it was with eighty eight point one. There was just this vibe that the community was there, and that they were just enjoying life. That's and awesome. it was like on a massive scale in Las Vegas. So I'm just like, we need more of this. <laughs> like, it was it was a, it was young people, old people. It was some of everybody, and it was just massive energy and i'm just like dude like this was it that was it that was awesome so that there was that one and then i will forever tell the story about dj for nike because that that those DJ for nike what yeah i dj for nike three times last year Wow. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Thank you. <laughs> did you get some free Nike gear? I did. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and they paid me. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> but um, so I, I kind of I got I kind of got what I guess the goal was. But now I'm just going to continue with it. I got the community involvement and that love for the community. And I got the notoriety. Cause it's not easy getting booked for Nike one time, let alone Damn, three right? times. And like, I just, last year was, it was a very hard year, but last year, well, the first event didn't happen last year, but last year was the Nike events. And just getting those was just like, yeah, I'm not crazy. I told you I'm not crazy. <laughs> like 2019 it was, was intense. Like yeah. it was a weird, but you grew a lot. Yeah. That, that's something that I definitely have acknowledged. And I've talked to different people that have had rough 2019s. And they're like, but I grew. I'm like, yeah, I get it. But man. That was a rough. but did you die year. Yes. Like, that was <laughs> for a lot of people. Like That's when you just walk up to people like, just come here. Just, just give me a hug. Just give me a hug. I know. I know. Like, it, you can't it, just give me my hugs nowadays. That's the best way you could have put it. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. That year was strange. It was so weird. But yeah. Yeah. I think this whole fucking time Trump's been elected, shit's been strange. But you I'm know, just But we survived. Just, but we survived. <laughs> you know? exactly. <laughs> I guess I got I guess I do have another question before I have my final question. <laughs> What's going on for twenty twenty for you? Um the, uh this year is more so um maintaining the balance between being a mom and having now I have two businesses. So I have my DJ business, but now I'm branching off into doing like a tour and um, working on some other like smaller investments. But now like the fire is on my ass because my daughter can run and talk and we're potty training. So um, I'm just trying to really maintain that balance without letting anything crumble. 
Nice. Yeah. So where can we find you at on the gram and on Facebook and on Twitter? You got any of those? Yeah, you know, I do. Yeah, you want to go ahead and shout them out real quick for us? It's super, super complicated, but bear with me. So it's DJ Kelly J on everything. Like, <laughs> that's it. Um, I try, and, I, and it's, that's um, something I was taught by my mentor with branding. Your name needs to be the same thing on everything. So my name is the same thing on everything. It's DJ Kelly J on everything. My logo, my social media handles, my website. Same thing on everything. So, where can the people find you at weekly? Do you have any spots where you're consistently at? Weekly, um, you're all over the place. Just, yeah, just, just go check her out on the gram. She'll let yeah. you know where she at on the gram. She's definitely very active on her social media. She got to be. She's a DJ here in town. So, damn. y'all make sure y'all follow her. Go check her out. Go check her out. She's all over town doing her damn thing, holding down Vegas for the culture. But last but not least, we end the podcast with one question you have 30 seconds to send a message to the world what would your message be Ooh, <laughs> that wasn't part of the question that we sent you because i like to throw people off on that one just to get their true answer 30 seconds to send you don't have to use the whole 30 seconds send a mess- well a message to send to the world um hmm Ooh, um. <laughs> it's a tough one I know do you want to go first babe and and then you can so I, I feel like I always uh, do a little bit in regards to what we're talking about so for this one uh, make sure you listen to your music chill and vibe every day music is good for the soul Definitely. Um, and keep it peaceful definitely keep it peaceful I guess mine would be music would definitely music brings love to everybody music is a universal language that you can understand wherever you go so it's definitely a connection there with everybody you have respect one another vibe out with one another smoke a blunt and you guys would definitely bring a connection together weed is another universal thing that brings people together um so i would say peace as my man don cornelius would say peace love and happiness (laughs) he's the og too og don cornelius um i guess short don't be afraid to fully believe in yourself and that that's just for anybody that is passionate about anything like i i do run into that some people they they seek validation from others they seek acceptance from others and you're you have to believe in yourself for other people to believe in you yes so don't be afraid to believe in yourself yes that was 100%. an awesome message. I love that message because a lot of people need to hear that more. Yes. So that's amazing. I appreciate you joining us tonight, DJ Kelly J, on another episode of More Thoughts for season two. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Davion. I'm your host, Leilani. Oh, my name is DJ Kelly J. Yeah, have a good <laughs> night. <laughs>